thank you for listening to the Index Edge podcast. So in today's episode, I talk a little bit about the Tottenham-Chelsea game, but I mostly go over the price fluctuations and talk about how players have dropped today and why they're dropping and what I think of the drops as well. So thanks for listening and enjoy today's episode. first ever episode of the Football Index Edge podcast. So it's just going to be the same podcast as the Football Index Club one, but with the rebrand and hopefully a lot more guests in the future and maybe a bit more analysis as well going forward. Um, but yeah, yesterday and today, well, we've seen quite a lot of drops on Football Index. So I'll talk about that first of all, and then I'll talk a little bit about the Chelsea versus Tottenham game. And yeah, these drops, I don't think they're anything to be too concerned about. I just see it as a case of the market being very... Um, fragile because there's not enough money in it so you're going to have price fluctuations if a few traders decide to sell because they want to take their profits on some players because only a few weeks ago you had Sancho at £4 and then he rises to £8 if you want to take your money because you've just made a 100% return fair enough you sell Sancho and then that results in his price dropping and then maybe that has a knock-on effect and a few other people start to sell and then you have this kind of race to get out of players um, but then you have other people who are thinking, oh, OK, Sancho's drops and the market's in a better place now than it was a month ago because Mike Bowen's made some great decisions and there's more positive in general. So then they mop up the value and you end up with a 5% drop on Sancho. Um, it's just pretty natural, really, in this market, just because I don't think there's enough money. And I think there's a lot of things that football index can do to get more money in this mar- uh, market. So. I guess marketing, first of all, they're going to be marketing more often. Um, I think my mum did say how she's seen a lot more ads recently knocking around. and A lot of other people have as well. Um, the other thing is getting market makers in at some point. I think that'll probably still be on their list. They could provide some more liquidity themselves with LP001. And just generally, they could make a few more good decisions. Like they've said that they want to make positive uh, incremental improvements to the platform and these there's so many ways that we could do that and you've got like the media monitor uh, you've got like a few tech upgrades that they could do just like change a few filters on the platform uh, that'd be nice you know when uh, on a match day for example if you could like filter it always by different um you, you could even have like age range try and see which players under 23 for example have hit the highest match day scores on a match day i think that'd be great there's it's literally like about 50 different things that they could do that would just improve the platform a little bit, which would be like easy wins. And I think as long as they get those easy wins right, then the confidence amongst current traders will increase. And then that will result in a lot of positive sentiment and more people wanting to get involved as well. Um, so, yeah, I think there's countless ways that Football Index could create more liquidity in the markets, both naturally um, and also by, by doing it like externally with uh, market makers or or providing the liquidity themselves. So at the moment, we just don't have enough money in the market to really um, prop up the market when we do have a few people wanting to get out. And that's fair enough. And we're going to see roller coasters. So I saw like Sancho the other day at around £8.20. And that's not because I think Sancho is £8.20 player. I actually value him a lot, lot higher. It's just, I kind of thought, yeah, there's a good chance that he actually drops because he's risen 100% in like three weeks. So, and I, I think I was probably probably just about right on that one because I could buy back into him now and get him at a slightly cheaper price, um, which is which is nice. Although I might want to put my money in someone else. Maybe I'll go for like Mbappe because he's dropped even more. He's down like 23% today. So yeah, there's various ways to play the game. I just don't think these drops are anything to be too worried about personally at all. I mean, it's nice when the platform's 
rising every day, but it's not going to be like that consistently. And if we do see a 5% drop because we've had a 40% rise over a two-week period, then that's fine. And we'll just go again in a week and then it will start to grow and then it'll probably grow even more. And then we'll see another 5% drop because it might rise again, 25% in the next month or two. And then we'll have a 5% drop, but we'll still be up 20%. So it's fine. And the 40 years down, 8.9 points. So yeah, there is a few players dropping. The other big drop today has been Anzu Fati because he's picked up a knee injury. Um, and there's definitely a bit of concern around that. So that's why he's dropped. But I think as a longer term hold, he's going to be a great pick, especially if you can get him at under £3 or so. Another player I noticed was Ryan Turkey, who's down 16p. And I actually sold out of him at around £1.70 or so only a week or two ago. And now I could buy him back at around £1.30. So that wouldn't that wouldn't be too bad a uh, trade either. Um, so yeah, I guess it's all about timing. Just make sure you know your values for your players and sell them when they exceed your values, buy more when they go below your values. Um, but also be a bit cautious of how the market's moving. And if it's going up, then in my opinion, that's often the best time to sell. And when it goes back down, like today, that's probably the better time to buy. Although this is all very common sense now, really. So I don't even know why I'm, I mention it again because I've, I've been saying this for probably a year or two now. Um, but yeah, dividend winners yesterday. We just had the Tottenham versus Chelsea game. In fact, all the dividend winners yesterday do play for a London club because Lingard was top of the media as well with 1,060 points after scoring a race for West Ham recently. They also played someone not very good this weekend. Um, Fulham? I'm just going to double check that. Yeah, they've got Fulham tomorrow, who are one of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, so they've got a good chance of winning that. Fulham haven't won in their last five, and they've only picked up two points, actually, in their last five. Uh, there's a good chance for Jesse Lingard to do some more damage, maybe. And the other dividend winners with Jorginho, with a 2-2-6. He scored the game-winning goal in a 1-0 win against Tottenham, so it's always going to result in him earning matchday dividends and star man. Reese James hit a 1-7-4. A lot of the play last night was down the right side of the pitch. If you have a look on the heat map, you'll see that Chelsea did really dominate in the final third sort of on the right, uh, where like Reese James was playing. And I think Jorginho picked up a lot of the ball in the defensive right side of midfield as well. Um, and then also you had like Callum Hudson Adoy playing up front there uh, on the right too. So and as Bill Coetta as well, obviously. So yeah, um Reese James hit 174. I think whoever plays at fullback down the right for Chelsea will probably pick up pretty good scores. Because you have either Hudson Odoi is going to be there or Reese James, really, it looks like anyway. Um, and then Edward Mendy and golf with a 1 2 1. So, overall, thoughts on the market all going pretty well. I think there's definitely some uncertainty around what's going to happen on the 20th of February. And that's probably partly leading to some of these drops and some of the money going into players who are closer to their all time highs. I also think that people are just selling out because they've had some good rises in recent weeks and that's only natural. It's only fair enough, especially if you've only joined recently and you've just made 100% profit on a player. I'd be selling out in that situation, especially if I didn't um, look into how I value a player. And not everyone's going to look into it in that much detail, really. Um, so, yeah, final thing to say is just get yourself involved in the Football Index Edge community. The Discord community is now on Football Index Edge and it genuinely has been the best Football Index community I've ever been a part of. So uh, thanks to everyone who's helped build up that community of like just great traders who are really passionate about the platform, who are interested in the same sort of topics like player analysis, scouting, market trends, 
um, live games are really fun as well because we usually have a good chat about the players. Everyone's usually watching like a game or two. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy that community to be honest. And I'd be, it'd be nice to see some more people get involved. Um, and people will definitely welcome you in if you do fancy joining it. And that is on Football Index Edge now. So I'm sure we will get a few more members head over and join us on the Discord. So yeah, see you there. Um, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.